Whatever it is you're going after, you'll do it when you believe it. Welcome back to the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning Podcast for episode number 203. With a case study of someone who did just that, he believed in his vision and rose to the top of his field, but only once his family got there first. Welcome back. I'm Andrea Samadhi author and educator from Toronto, Canada, now in Arizona, and launched this podcast to bring the most current neuroscience research and success strategies directly to you, whether you're a teacher in the classroom or looking for new ideas to improve productivity in your workplace. My goal is to bring the experts to you with clear strategies that we can all use to implement for immediate results. This week, I'm speaking with Ryan O'Neill, a paranormal researcher from Scotland, UK, who I met around 10 years ago when he signed up to take our first certification program, where we taught the success principles in my first book, The Secret for Teens Revealed, that turned into our Level Up program for schools. Years before we narrowed our focus with teachers, we worked with individuals all over the world, teachers, coaches, and parents who are looking for a curriculum that they could use, whether it was to improve young people's mindset with sports, in the classroom, or in their personal lives. Many people who studied with Bob Proctor's work in the seminar industry came our way looking to narrow their focus with these timeless principles for young people. Ryan stuck out to me as unique back then as he signed up for the program to use these principles to help his children to learn these concepts. He knew that school wasn't teaching them these important skills, and I still remember as he was going through each of the lessons with me, and back then it was on Skype, he would then go on to teach the lessons to his daughter, Tammy, who was a teen at the time, just figuring out her life's purpose. I remember she soared with these success principles that she saw her dad taking seriously, and she did the same. She knew these unique principles could help her to achieve high levels of success in her life, and she continues to use them to this day, as she's now put them on autopilot with her daily habits. His other daughter, Rianne, also became involved with this work, and she did some voiceovers along the way that still exist in our work today. Ryan had such a strong belief in these principles that he ended up helping us to create the Secret for Teens DVD program that you can still find on Udemy. He was an integral part of our work in those early days when we were just starting out, as he had a keen mastery of seeing something that wasn't yet there, and his belief was contagious as he began checking off goal after goal that he had set out to achieve. I'll get to the heights that Ryan has reached in his career using the skill of bringing his goals to completion with my questions, but when I saw how much he's achieved since those early days we worked together, I knew I had to bring him on the podcast to feature his story as a case study so he can share exactly how he applied the success principles to achieve these outstanding results. Let's meet Ryan O'Neill from Scotland, UK, who's always been crystal clear of his life's purpose of researching, studying, and sharing his open-minded discoveries into all things mysterious. 
and see if he can take us back to where he began and what it took to reach the top of his field as part of Scottish Paranormal's team at the forefront of paranormal research in Scotland for the past 15 years. I know he'll give us some tips from his experience that will boggle our mind when he takes something that many will say is impossible and show us how simple and easy all of our goals can be. Let's welcome Ryan O'Neill. Holy moly, Ryan O'Neill, it is so good to see you again. It's been, what, 10 years since we spoke face to face? Yeah, it's been, yeah, a decade. A this decade. is incredible, Crazy. incredible. I am so excited to get into these questions. I am so happy for the success that I can see that you're experiencing over there and you're going to you're going to help me to unpack all of it because there's been a lot that's happened in the past 10 years that you're going to have to fill me in on. I have seen what you're up to, but you're going to have to explain it to me because I know that there's a lot that's been behind the scenes of this. Oh yeah, a lot of a lot goes on that's unseen. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's why I called this. You're going to help us to unpack creating your vision because that's what I, I could pick out that you're so good at being able to see what others can't see. Right. That that's what I think is your your gift. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Visualization is going to be the that's what I've used. It's been right. visualization. Um, so that is definitely the depths of where you need to go to to go to wherever you want to go. You know, I think that's the, the key factor. Yeah. Well, Ryan, let's just uh, get into my intro question for you. So when we first launched uh, our coaching certification program, now we're going back to 2012. I hadn't even uh, been in the schools with this, hadn't even presented anything. And I, I feel like you were one of our very first students to sign up. You came to me somehow. I don't even know how. Do you remember how we met? How did you find us from Scotland? Do you remember? Yeah. Yes, I do. I actually do remember. Um, obviously, I was doing a lot of research into mindset, manifestation. I was going in this rabbit hole of information. So I was working on myself just before I found you. And um, I was I was looking at concepts and I was trying things. And then I began to homeschool my oldest daughter. So I took her out of school and I took her out of school because she was struggling. Basically, she, she wasn't keeping up with her peers. She was scared to express herself, to use her mind. And I knew the things that I was starting to use because it was still early days. But the things that I was starting to use at that time were working for me. And there, there was a foundation for that. But the information was maybe just a little bit difficult for teens. You know, the stuff that I was looking at, because you're, you're talking about people like Bob Proctor and, you know, all the different authors and teachers that are there. And it's great information. But for teens, we needed to obviously take it back a bit and try to approach there. So I actually went to Google and I looked for secrets for teens. Oh my God. Because I thought something may come up and guess who come up? It was yourself. Yeah. So that was how I found you. But I mean, obviously on top of that as well, there was a lot going on at that time. And I like to research to find out about the person. I don't just want to jump into programs or coaching or anything like that without doing some background checks. And I know you did that with me as well when I started <laughs> to see who I was. And I'd done likewise just before that. 
And I said, yes. And that's when it was just so weird because, you know, I was looking at some of Bob Proctor's stuff in his seminars at the time. And you worked with Bob Proctor and then you just appear on my Google search. And, you know, for the topic that I'm looking for. So I knew it was um, that that was the way to go for, for Tammy, for the homeschooling. Wow. I forgot about all that. You know, it's like, I'm sure you told me back in the day, but it's just crazy because I got a lot of people that came to me in those early days that that wanted the same. There was this guy out of Accra, Ghana, who had a soccer team and wanted to teach these principles to the young people on a soccer team. And the, the same idea, they needed it to uh, come across from from the teen point of view because it's a lot of abstract concepts like let's just sit here and visualize what is your you know your self-image yeah <laughs> what do you mean what do, what do you mean by that so yeah. so um if you could think back to some of the principles that were in the program and this is how I found the principles. I actually told Bob that I was in my basement in Toronto and I was watching this DVD program that he never produced. And I was looking at all these principles and writing them down. And these later became the chapters because I thought, wow, we need to teach this to kids in schools. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't believe that that program didn't work out for him, but but I surely took these concepts and, and made it work. But of the lessons, what do you think were the most helpful for Tammy when she was a teen? I, I have to go to um, what is the mind. I have to go to that very fundamental because um, that that is where that's where it starts. That's your foundation. If you think about it. now, if you look at Tammy as an example, she was struggling and she she had the inner voice, the negativity going on. She's a teenager. We, we all had it, you know, but we didn't know the principles. I certainly didn't at her age. Um, so I just felt that if we could use that and get her to understand what the mind was and how she could use that, and also to to get that little voice that's negative inside to be quiet. You know, we had to take that back because that's just society and maybe what we've been told by loving parents or friends. That's not us. We, we can control our thoughts. We've got the conscious mind. We've got the subconscious mind. We've got the body. So if you can get them to understand what the mind is, which you did in the book and which Bob Proctor, I know, did as well, because I, I looked at his stuff because nobody knew, you know, you say to somebody, you know, what is the mind? Nobody could picture what the mind was. You know, they think the brain, but it's not the brain. The brain's the brain's a tool that we use. It's it's to me, it's a supercomputer. You know, you need an operator to to use that. And um, so for Tammy, you know, I had to get her to understand that, you know, not to react to life. That you could you could take control. You could go back in and you could implant into your mind and your subconscious mind, and then vibrate out what you want to do in life. Visualization using your imagination, and that would be the fundamental way to go with that. Now, that's just for anything in life as well. Um, even just being in the house for doing chores, it doesn't matter. You have to get that. How many times do kids do chores and they're moaning in their head and they're saying, I don't want to do the chore because... And this is what makes you negative and you don't want to do it. But to get the energy to do the thing, you just do the thing and control your mind. And that's what I was teaching my kids in the house here. And that's what I started with Tammy. And from there, she would manage just to move forward. And I think that was a really powerful chapter in the book. It's interesting because that was a why I launched the book with attitude. Everyone asked me along the way, why did you choose attitude as the first lesson? And I thought, because it's you, you can't do any of this if your attitude's off. 
because someone said to me, I think goals should be in the beginning. Like, let's set our goals first. And I thought, no, you're not going to set goals if you've got the wrong attitude. So I yeah. love that you picked that one. Absolutely. And and I took, and I've listen, I've used the same. So basically, I, I was doing the same thing. Um, I don't think I had a bad attitude, but, you know, life was happening to me. And I thought I just had to flow with what happened and react to stuff and probably, and we'll probably get into that, is the biggest thing I learned was, no, no, I'm going to control how life comes to me and comes through me, not just be taken on the sea of life to wherever it takes me. That's a huge one. I remember like an image of a ship uh, with the, you know, just going back and forth. Like, are you going to let the water push you in life or are you going to be in control of that ship? That's a really big one. So let's let's get to the rest of your vision, because, Ryan, you are night and day from when I saw you last. It's just amazing. So once you created the mindset for your family, how did you create the vision for your work with Scottish Paranormal? And I remember like this is important that you had a keen eye for bringing what many of us couldn't see to reality. So can you take me through the process? So this takes me back to visualization. It takes me back, you know, so so we've understood the mind. We know that we can control things. And then the next part for me was I needed to visualize where I wanted to be, but I had to visualize that as if it had already happened. There's no point making it just in the future and it's, it may happen or, you know, hopefully it happens. You know, maybe you're trying to visualize, but at the same time, you're just not believing that it's going to happen. So the big one for me was always to, and I still do it, I still do it with many topics, but main thing for me is to visualize where I'm going to be and feel as if it's already achieved. It's a done deal. Yeah. I'm already got it. I'm, it's already it's already there. I can smell it, taste it, feel it, touch it. I've got it. Life just needs to catch up with me. And it does. Magically, in some way, it does. So it's interesting because your whole being changes when you've got it and how you speak changes when it's already yours. You've grabbed it and everyone around you can see that person's going to get it. There's no doubt in my mind that I knew you were going to do whatever you were going to do. It's just been amazing to see it. Well, if you if you visualize it and you go after that with enthusiasm and passion, you know, persistence and patience as well. Um, it's a done deal. People will mold around you. And, you know, I always say that um, for manifestation, for me, it will come through another consciousness. It'll be, uh, we're all netted. We're all linked in some way at a deep, deep subconscious level. And if you have that persistence and enthusiasm pushing forward, magically somehow the people you need will turn up. Um, and it'll be a two-way thing. They'll get something from it. You'll get something from it and they will help you with your goals and your, your ambitions in life, your visualization. They're part of the deal. And, um, but you have to be aware. You have to keep your awareness open for that whole thing. Wow. This is good. This is giving me chills because, you know, I, I know that you know what you're saying here. So, so I just completed a deep dive into Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich book to launch this year so everyone listening can become crystal clear with what they want and then add why they want it. Can you go back to your vision and remember what it took to get to where you are now from where you began? Patience and persistence. <laughs> because if you think about it, we're talking a decade, aren't we? So yeah. a lot of people would give up. 
I think they would give up. But um, if you continue to study and put the principles into action and get, you, you have to get that visualization, that definite purpose, that definite burning desire as well. You have to have these in place. And if you have them, you will have the patience and you will be persistent in what you're going to do. Listen, it's happened in my life. I've seen it. it. Sometimes, you know, I look at things and I think, wow. I look back as well and I look at where I am or what opportunities have come. But the only reason they have come is because I visualized where I was wanting to be. And I went through it with patience. I was very, very persistent over a long period of time. And yeah, there were ups and downs, but I just kept going, just kept going forward. And, you know, I, I've read Think and Grow Rich a, a, a few times as well. And um, and it's one of those things you can go back to over and over again. You'll find new stuff. You'll find new, you know, every time I read it, there's something new jumps out at you. And um, and those are some of the principles he talks about. And no doubt there'll be more that I, I need to find at this point to move forward. But it seems to be working. Oh, I love it because this is the same office that you were in. It just looks different. There's a lot more yeah. behind you now. Yeah. And this is the same office I was in all those years ago. And yeah. I'm sure you see the growth from from this Absolutely. side too. It's yeah. just... It, well, if you hard. look along here, all these books, I mean, these are all like Napoleon Hill, Bob Proctor, your books there. There's so many books on mindset, manifestation. Because as you know, I, I come from so many different angles as well. I like spirituality. So mine's is mixed with a, a bit of spirituality and a bit of mystery. And then I have my mindset. So I, I, I go along quite a, a wide range of books that I have there um, to study. And I don't just read a book once. I go back over and over again. Because you see something that's new because you've changed as yes. you read the book. I think. Yes, Absolutely. And new things jump out. Maybe a concept that I did not understand before when I reread it, because I've changed as a person. I go, ah, that's what that meant. I did not understand that five years ago. Right. Now I understand because I've, I've experienced it now. And, and that's interesting because like, it's easy for me to see your changes and you to see mine, but what else, what have you seen with your family? Um, I know that Tammy, I still watch her and, and I, I'm following Carrie on Instagram. Did your son ever take up these practices and what have you noticed with everyone? I, I, I'm, I'm the sort of person I, I sort of go over it and over it with my kids with a car journey or in the house over dinner. I'm continuously speaking about mindset and what you, you know, if they say something negative, I try to get them to look at it from a different perspective. You know, there is always a positive inside a negative. You just have to find it and open your awareness. So they know this stuff and they use it and they'll point stuff out to me as well. You know, oh, that looks like the law of attraction, doesn't it? This thing happened today. Or, so they do use this and even more so, and this is more powerful, I think, is, you know, they use social media, things like TikTok, and they come to me and tell me, everybody knows this now. Everybody's speaking about what you've been speaking about. And I, I say, I told you, I told right. you, this. you know, because they get more excited because it's other people their age from around the world and they're making TikTok videos or they're on, they're on Facebook or Instagram talking about it. And I say, I told you I was ahead of them all. <laughs> you know, everybody's catching up now. What's, what's crazy, Ryan, is that you've been able to teach these principles to your family. And I found like I was immersed in this and, and the girls did 
this work up until a certain age when they started rolling their eyes at me. And I thought, <laughs> how did Ryan do this with a teenager? Like, because I found it so difficult. And that's why I put them into sports because yeah. they get these skills a different way because they, the eye rolling, I couldn't take it. I'm like, forget it. And then they come to me and say, can you take us to this shop? And they want to buy all these crystals and things for the house. And I'm thinking, I've got a crystal hanging in my doorway. They've never <laughs> once asked me about it, but forget it. They just won't listen to me, but they listen to their peers. And yeah, you know, I think that works as it's really, really powerful. And um, their peers are, or even celebs, you mm -hmm. know, they, they will listen to that. So I, I, I use that to the advantage a few times. I would point that out. You know, if, if a celebrity said something particularly that I thought, because a lot of them talk about manifestation and goals and vision boards, and I would point that out to the kids. And as soon as I pointed it out, they'd go, ah, and they would listen more if it come from someone from Hollywood or come from up right. here on, on TikTok than what they would do to me. I got similar, you know, oh, here goes dad again. He's talking about that, <laughs> that spooky stuff, you know, right. <laughs> but they could see it and they got excited and they would come back to me afterwards and say, you were right. And I said, yeah, no. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, so I did a whole episode on belief and identity because I think both of these are important in this journey. In addition to self-image, um, the, the image that we create for ourselves. And it's more about who we become in this process. And looking at your work now, I see that you've obviously become an entirely different person. Um, but do you remember the moment when your belief matched your behavior? And I think the definition is praxis for this concept. Yeah. Do you remember that? I, I don't remember the exact point where it come together. I, I can sort of look back and I can see the, I can see the change and I could see my vision starting to match or at least on the path to where I'm headed. So if I look back, I could see that the way that I hold myself physically has changed. You know, so the way I act, the way I act with people, whether I be in a meeting or speaking to a production company or the way that I construct emails back to places that I need to do it. That is a different person from 2009-2010. It just blows me away because I, I can't see exactly. It's not as if I've went and got some education to to hold myself better or do some media um, training courses on it. I've done none of that. All I have done is change my self-image. Mm. The way that I view myself, maybe I've modeled on a few people and taken parts where I thought, oh, that I like that. That looks quite nice. I would like to be like that. But not copying, just modeling it in my own way. And I've probably done that with a lot of things. And then over time, something's changed. Something at a deeper level's changed. And with that, it's changed the way that I vibrate myself out and how people react towards me as well. Right, so... Right. It's, it's just magical and, and I, it's hard because I, I can't I can't put my finger on the exact point, but it does happen. It happens on that pathway somewhere. As long as you continue to visualize whether you've got a goal card, maybe you're, you're going to be sitting reading your goal card um, to what you want to get or you're going to do your visualization work before you go to sleep at night or when you wake up in the morning. And if you keep doing that, eventually your subconscious mind takes that in. And it just changes your whole self-image and you start to reflect exactly what you're holding, the thoughts you're holding inside your head. Exactly. Exactly. You got rid of a whole bunch of paradigms. Yeah. Oh, yes. The way. Yeah. There's a lot of bad habits and paradigms and things that have just disappeared. 
and the thing is, you don't even see when they do disappear. Actually, most people don't even see they have them. Right. You know, so right. <laughs> so you don't see them disappear either. But you you do feel different, and there does seem to be a change at some point. Yeah, I could hear it in your voice. So, you know, just flipping through your social media and going and looking at, at your work, I'm like, that's Ryan. But that doesn't <laughs> sound like Ryan at all. That's not the Ryan I remember from 10 years yep. ago. You're so completely different, but that you became somebody different to do mm. the work that you're doing. Yeah, I think that has to happen. I think I think when you start visualizing where you want to be, it's without a doubt you are going to change as a person. Um, you have to because you're only reflecting back to yourself, you know, what, what you are, your self-image is reflecting back to you. So if you're trying to get something different to reflect back to you and you're visualizing, obviously you're going to change. You're, you're going to mold into that. You know, you're going to go to that area. So, you know, even if I go back to in my 20s, there is no way that I would be doing any TV or media work or doing it. it just, it's, it's so far out of the paradigm. It's so far out. It's a different world right. completely. So, you know, as soon as you start visualizing and moving forward, change is going to happen. So you have to be really, really clear on what you want when you're doing that visualization, because it will happen if you continue to do it. Exactly. And and doing this work over this amount of time, I get to see all the people that mm. I've been watching over the years. So I'm like, I'm just waiting for them all to get to where yep. they want to go because I'm like, I want it so bad for you. <laughs> uh, that's all I want. It's, it's I feel like that's my purpose is, is, you know, with this material, it was definitely to impact young people. But mm. when I see it working, it just gives me belief that yeah, this, this stuff works. Yeah, I, I think anybody who uses it, uh, and does it, and again, we're going to go back to the persistence and patience. Um, anybody who goes through that process and gets very serious about where they want to go, again, we're going back to that definite purpose, that definite vision, you know, and, and embodying it, embodying it all the time. Every time you do that with your imagination, you have to embody it and, um, and believe, you know, and the belief will come. And um, if you continue to do that, yeah, you, <laughs> you're going to change. There's going to be big, big things happening. Big things. And that's why you've got, like you said, you've got to be clear on what it is. So, so after working with you for so many years and you never complained, you just did the work. And, and I actually found some social media posts that were from all those years ago that I'm going to put in the show notes where you said, going back to work on the on Andrea Samadhi's course. Mm -hmm. And you were a serious student. And I remember I was the same. I was always carrying around Bob's material in some way and reading it when I was stopped somewhere. And then I saw other people doing the same. So can you share exactly what happened? How did you get your break with Discovery Channel, TV, media? What, what happened? <laughs> this is the magic of reality going to take part now. So obviously some parts of my visualization work did have that it would be good to share my work wider. So I'm looking into mysteries. Okay, so I'm trying to find answers. I know reality is strange. Nobody has all the answers. Not even science has all the answers. It's always evolving, always growing, always going forward. And um, I wanted to take a journey to find some of those answers. Now, I've had personal experience. But I thought it'd be great if other people could see as well. They could take part in that journey. If they could look in a little bit to my world and to what I was discovering. And one of the main factors for that as well, I have to say, is because 
I mean, I look at things like afterlife and spirits and ghosts. I do a, a bit of that. I've had experiences. But I also believe that when we pass away, our consciousness goes somewhere else. I think our consciousness is who we really are, and the body is what is manifested in this reality. And my big belief for, for people looking in to look at this was if they, if they could see evidence that something was going on with spirits and, and things and consciousness without a body, they then start realizing that they too are consciousness just with a body. And maybe yeah. they would go deeper into their own stuff. So it was like a gateway for me. So, I mean, some, some people would look at it and say, you know, oh, it's ghosts and spirits. and mm. But there's a deeper aspect to it with me. There's a lot deeper because I'm talking consciousness and us, you know, being in a physical body, a spiritual being in a physical body, you know. And um, so that was one thing. But using that visualization to push that out, magically then I was starting to get contact coming in. So I maybe would have a TV company. So... I think we had one brew dogs from from United States who got in contact at one point and wanted to do something in Scotland. So I went and done an episode of that. Um, there would have been other, I think there was a, a France 2 company wanted to go and film a little news piece at Glam's Castle in Scotland, the most haunted Scot uh, castle in the, in the world, you know, not just Scotland, in the world. Yeah. And uh, no one had ever been in there before. And I thought, yeah, I, I, I've always wanted to go. So these are things manifesting, but I had to take action as well. You know, the email would come in, the contact would come in, I would have to contact back, we'd meet up, we would go and do things. And it's the same with the, the stuff with, with Discovery. It didn't come in as the Discovery Network to start with. It came in as a contact from a production company based in Scotland who just wanted to talk to, to, to me at the time. They had an interesting idea, would I be interested? And I said, yeah, let's, let's talk on Zoom. And uh, we had a, a discussion. It sounded great. There wasn't a massive amount of details, but I knew roughly what they wanted to do. It fitted what I was doing at the time, magically, as always. It was part of the vision I had. And um, I think it was a few weeks down the line from there, after filming a few pieces to see if it would get commissioned, who was going to commission it. There was two networks in. Discovery Network was one. There was an, I won't mention another one, but there was another big one that was in as well who didn't get it. And next thing I hear is Discovery channel was taking the program wow. i was going to be part of it there was going to be a team of four of us all together there i won't mention all their names apart from the, the press release at this point but there's an american medium who's involved in it who's, who's wow. going to be known so look out for that he's wow. is it is a guy it's a is a, a male yes <laughs> that's all i'll say yes uh, so there's going to be an american medium in there who who people will, will recognize in america and in the uk and worldwide um gail porter is in there who gail is a scottish presenter she she's been on tv for 27 years i remember when i was growing up she was on everything big all the big shows and things um, I got told she was involved and I was like, what is happening here? What is, go what is going on? <laughs> you know, amazing and the next traveling. thing, yeah, it was amazing. The next thing I I'm traveling, we've done 10 episodes in Scotland. It's been done. We filmed it. It's in the can. It's ready to come out. It will be out. I reckon the next two, three months. Wow. It will go out to TV. And, um, and yeah, that's, listen, I just went with it. I had the vision. I visualized things appear, I took action, and I just went with the flow of what was presented to me. Positive or negative, I would just look at it and just, you know, flow with it and 
keep myself focused on on what I was trying to do. I love it. I have loved watching you. It's just amazing. It just it makes me so happy to see what you're doing over there because I know how hard you've worked and you deserve every single second of success. And and I just love watching even the downtime. I can see you. Mm-hmm. It, it's hard work and it's freezing. It looks like over there you've got these hats on and I can yeah. see outside a castle. I'm like, well, that <laughs> looks freezing. It but, was. <laughs> you know, you get you get some downtime too. And and that's what I like because I know how important balance is for this is as you know you're going through all this but i've got to ask because i i watch all the pictures and stuff and i see what you're doing and i don't necessarily listen to all of it and and i'm i'm learning because i see now the connection it's the the whole that we live in a physical body we have an intellect and then there's the spirit side and it's not all negative ghosts and and stuff like that there's a lot more to it but can you share maybe some of the scariest things you've ever seen because i haven't watched it enough to to hear a lot of the great things we get in scary things as well is usually audio we do a lot of audio work so people have heard of evps electric voice phenomenon and um so we do a fair part of that in the locations in scotland and one example which probably took me back a little is we went to a partial ruined castle it's named torwood castle in central scotland and um one of the things when you're doing audio work is you know if you're more skeptical people will say you know maybe it's not a voice maybe it's just a shuffling sound that sounds like a voice or maybe it's radio that's coming through the devices and things so to get beyond that we decided to ask okay if you are really a ghost or a spirit or a consciousness name the castle just give us the name of the castle i watched that one us... i didn't hear yeah. that part. i saw the blue button make the blue yes. button i saw that bit yeah well whatever was there we heard torwood castle no and i was like oh my now not just once we've had it three times through two different devices and i think things like that at the time i sort of just flow with it and because i'm working basically i'm, I'm trying to get answers I think it's after. I think it's when I sit and reflect afterwards and I think we asked something to name the castle and a male voice has said Torwood Castle back to us. Oh How? Right. <laughs> Why? Right. <laughs> you know, and, and I think it's things like that that really sort of gripped me into knowing that there's something else going on. Mm-hmm. And there's something else there that's unseen, which to me, I think it's just a consciousness without a body. Um, for some reason that's around some of these old locations, whether it be Scotland or across in America or wherever, um, there's something going on. And um, I want to find the answers to it. That's yeah. the next vision. That's what I'm visualizing next. I want answers, <laughs> you know, right. and that's what I will do with, with that angle. But yeah, um, so yeah, voices coming through. Listen, we were filming some episodes. We heard something screaming in one of the locations while we were filming. We heard um, doors banging, slamming closed. We've heard, we've got specialized equipment. And some of them, you know, basically, if, if, if you go too close to the equipment, they set off alarms. And one piece of equipment would continue to go off. And it was in a location where there were supposed to be ghost children still there. So we put, we said, okay, will you stop setting it off if we put some sweets, 
you know, some candy underneath, and we put the candy down, and it stopped. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, no way, yeah. no. Wow. So things like that are just it blows my mind, and that's the kind of things that we've been doing on the locations with with Scottish Paranormal and and TV. Wow, that's going to be exciting to watch it because, uh, yeah, I do find it scary. And so when I'm, you know, by myself in my office watching what you're doing, I'm like, I'm not going to listen to this Torwood Castle thing. But I was, I was looking at it a little bit to see, but it'll be fun to watch the whole production yeah. when it comes out. And I'm sure we'll be able to access it globally, right? It, it's going to be something that we could all see Yes, I I don't know how much I'm allowed to say or anything, but yeah, I, listen, it's Discovery Network. Um, if I was to put a guess, I'll say on it, I would say that, yeah, you know, we have uh, an amazing American medium on there who's well known. I would be absolutely shocked if it's not shown in Discovery in the United States um, and, and elsewhere. Canada too, right? Canada? Yes, I think so. Yes, yes. Okay. So okay. anywhere where there's a Discovery um, channel, Discovery Network, Mm -hmm. um i would not be shocked to to hear that it was it was going out there i can't wait to see this so um what about criticism ryan like you know with your work how did how did you get past it and get to where you are now because i'm sure you've heard it along the way just like i have uh, continuously um i i think in early days before before where i am just now i would probably take criticism a little bit tougher on myself from from some angles listen there's a lot of trolls out there there's a lot of critics out there there's a lot of um pseudo-skeptical organizations out there whether this is about you know law of attraction type topics or whether this is about paranormal topics it's all the same you're, you're always going to get opinions out there as well and the, the main thing for me now is i i ignore unless it's constructive criticism where i can learn something that will take me forward i would just ignore it and a lot of the criticism, criticisms you see is just people's opinions. That's their paradigm. They're coming from their paradigm. They've probably never experienced a manifestation to their visualizations that they do. They've maybe never experienced a spirit or ghost and just don't believe in it. And, and a, a multitude of other topics. So, yeah, from their position, from their limited position, they're probably correct in what they're saying. But from my position, where maybe a little bit more expanded because I have that experience and I'm pushing forward and I've seen a lot of strange things and I have the data or whatever, I can see a different way from what they can see. I can see why they say what they say, but I have a, a little bit more of expanded awareness and I just can't allow them to stop me from moving forward. I just have to keep focused and move forward. So I would, if I was to give opinions to anybody or, or, or a suggestion to anyone, especially in the day of social media and Facebook and Instagram and things. If you have people leaving any kind of negative criticism that's not constructive and they're just looking to, you know, oh, that's fake or try to attack you, your appearance or anything at all, just ignore it. That is mostly what they, it's about them. It's not about you. It's how they feel. It's, it's, it's something inside themselves that they need to deal with. And they're just hitting out. They're just putting it there. And hopefully, hopefully they'll be able to deal with those issues that are within themselves mm -hmm. and we just move forward and just be that shining light to what we are doing exactly which kind of brings me to my my next question for you because you've been such a serious student of personal development for your whole life adult life at least you know yeah. i don't i don't know when when you got the bug of studying yourself but 
What about some pivotal lessons looking back that you think, I know you talk about mind and mindset, but is there anything that sticks out to you that was pivotal for you when things got difficult? For difficult, I mean, again, I've, I've said it many times and it, and it is mindset. You know, one of the main things that I noticed was um, it's the inner voice. Mm. I have to say people have to, re some people don't even know it's there. They're just so used to this inner voice being so negative and telling them what they can't do or, you know, what's impossible or or even insulting themselves. You know, I'm too fat. I'm this. I'm that. I can't do it. I'll never make it. And a lot a lot of these um, these sayings that this inner voice says to you is just stuff that's been picked up and it's just embedded in there. You've allowed it to be embedded in it. It may have happened at school. It may have happened from well-meaning parents. It may have happened from hard upbringings. It may have happened from friends. Um, but there is an inner voice there. One day, I remember when it happened, I sat one day and I said, I speak to myself. I, I caught it. Mm -hmm. I said, I speak to myself. And I asked my wife. And I said, do you speak to yourself? Now, she said no. She said no to start with. And, and now she's admitted she does. Yeah. And I said, I think you do. I think we all do. And, and and she says, why? I says, I've had a realization that there is an inner voice, but it's not very positive. It's very judgmental and negative. And I said, you know, I think we need to change that. I think we need to change that inner voice. What would happen if that inner voice was the opposite? It told us how lovely we were, how amazing we were, how much that we can achieve anything we want in life. You know, we could change just like that if we could do that. And I think that was one of the main points. So if you can capture that inner voice, what struggles are you going to have? Because you're not going to have that narration inside telling you that something's impossible. You're going to approach anything in front of you and say, where's the positive? Where, somewhere. Let me find it. And you're going to look that out without this inner narration and commentary going on inside telling you stupid things that are not real. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, it's just conditioned behavior. And I think that would probably be the main thing that kept me going, listen, it happens. It still comes in there and it doesn't go away. It's still there. But if you can capture that fast and say, whoa, no, no, I'm going to keep going forward. Let's just see where we go. Let's just go for the rest of the day. Let's just take it a day at a time and we'll see where we go from it. Because those days turn into weeks and weeks turns into months. And next thing you know, you have Discovery Channel phoning you, <laughs> you know, as an example. So, yeah. Because I've watched you, Ryan, all these years, and you put in such hard work. You put your head down at that desk, mm -hmm. and and I am so impressed. Ryan, is there anything that I haven't asked you that is important that we cover that I've missed? No, I think you've covered lots of amazing things in that inner voice. I mean, I have to get that across. Um, I just, I go back to the same thing all the time is the mind. Um, it has to start at that fundamental within yourself. Nothing out there is doing anything to you. It's all inside here. And if you can sit down and just start with yourself, that's what it's called self-development. You have to start with yourself. And if you can do that, and then sit and just think, what do you really, really want? You know, what you have to find out what you want. If you don't know what you want, how will you ever get what you want? You don't know right. what you want. You have right. to do that because if you don't, you're going to go through life 
and you're going to be at the whims of what happens around about you. You're going to be taken this way and that way and you're going to feel negative and the voice is going to be going and life is so hard and I'm so unlucky. You make your own luck, but you need to start inside yourself. Find the voice, start changing that, do the opposite of what it's saying. Do that first, get your vision, write it down and then start playing mind movies and start doing it and going into it deeply and do it multiple times a day. Keep doing that and eventually the habit will come in after three weeks or three months, whoever you listen to, the habits will start forming and you'll keep doing it. Then your life will change from that point moving forward. You just taught us how to bring your vision to reality and you've done it, Ryan. I am so happy for you. You deserve every single bit. What's next for you? Like this is just the beginning, right? What's this, next? This, well, this is the beginning. We'll see how we'll see how the TV show goes, and we'll see okay. how that progresses moving forward. At the same time, I'm not going to stop going out to locations and taking the public out to events, and you know, working on new ideas and new concepts moving forward. In the background, what a lot of people don't know is I'm I'm doing all these principles. I'm I'm still working on myself. It's listen, it's a journey. I don't think we'll ever get there. We just have to keep pushing forward and moving forward. There'll be new discoveries. There'll be teachers will come out with new things. There'll be new coaches will come out with new ideas. We'll discover new things about consciousness moving forward. And we just need to keep going with that. And I'm going to do the same behind the scenes. And then on the on the face of it, you're going to see things pushing forward with, with the work that I put out. Because the more you do, it snowballs. And it snowballs. more opportunity. It snowballs. And Listen, wait, wait. I remember that for the for the paranormal angle, um, I'd done paranormal before. I went to self-development. I decided to open up a page on Facebook on 2011 from nothing, no followers, nobody there. It hit 100,000 just a week ago. It took, you know, eight, nine, ten years to do it, but I wasn't looking at that. It's just snowballing, just doing the work, pushing forward, doing the work. And whatever happens will happen. People will come. People will look at your work, people will join in and you can bounce off each other and move forward together in your visions and see where you go. Ryan, I can't even tell you how impressed I am with the path you took, with the belief that you've held all these years to create the success that you see now. You deserve every moment of success as well as your family. And so I wish you all the best with whatever it is that you create next. And for the people who want to follow your work, I'll put all the links to follow you in the show notes. Is is the best place I've put your Scottish Paranormal website, and then Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, your Facebook page, and your YouTube channel. Have I got it all? Perfect. Yes, that's that's everywhere. That's right across the socials, and you've got everything spot on there. Wonderful. Ryan, thank you so much for this. Any closing thoughts as we say goodbye? I just want to say thank you so much. And um, here's to the next decade to see where we are in the next day because I don't think the two of us will ever stop just pushing forward and learning and being students of this and applying everything we need to do for for this strange reality that we're in you got it let's bring you back on and see what what we create in the next 10 years Ryan exciting can't wait awesome love it 
If you're enjoying the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you'll stay up to date with our new episodes. While you're there, please feel free to give us a review or a five-star rating as it helps others find us. For more information on our programs, books, and tools for schools and the workplace, visit us at www.achieveit360.com. 